Today's podcast is brought to you in part by Freshen Up Energy. Listen, y'all know I'm a busy guy, and sometimes I need a bit of a boost, which is why I turn to Freshen Up Energy. With 100 milligrams of caffeine derived from coffee beans, vitamins B, C, and D, and zero sugar, Freshen Up has become my new go-to for getting things done. But hey, if you're new and want to try it yourself before getting a 30-serving dub, get yourself the four-star tube set with flavors such as blue raspberry, cherry blossom, more cherry, and freedom berry to see which one you like the most. With 15 flavors now and more on the way, I'm sure you'll find the one you love soon. And don't forget to use promo code PLUMES10 at checkout to save 10% your order. And hey, if we get enough out there, maybe we'll even see a Plumes-themed flavor in the near future. Thinking something like Over the Moon for the name. But that promo code again is PLUMES10, and thank you to Freshen Up Energy for helping me bring this show to you. Without further ado, let's begin the episode. aka Phantasma Plumes, and I'm coming to you pre-recorded from the Observatorium. As always, I thank you for tuning in today. Now, before I get started in here today, first and foremost, I owe y'all an apology. <laughs> because, as I mentioned before in previous podcast episodes, we were moving to Acast. Just because Spotify for Podcasters has given me some trouble over the past couple of months. And it was just weird how analytics worked and didn't work and... You know, genuinely speaking, it kind of became a hard program to recommend when Anchor got bought into Spotify. Now, whether or not Anchor was provided by Spotify or anything like that, I couldn't tell you. But when they changed branding, genuinely the experience just kind of went down south. So, in order to kind of make things as pretty and as nice as I could, we decided that we were going to go to Acast. And... You know, I was honestly, I was kind of surprised because it all worked way too well. Like, it came through, all my descriptions came through. I had to modify the cover page a little bit, so you might notice a slight difference. But other than that, really everything kind of cleaned itself up within like 24, 48 hours. Well, the problem kind of came up when... I made a promo, or when I brought up the current episode, episode uh, 56, I believe, I uploaded it, and before the conversion, and or really before the conversion could finish, and it kind of got messed up in encoding. So some of y'all could see it just fine, other people couldn't see it at all, like Spotify. Spotify was weird. Spotify is still acting a tiny bit weird. Thankfully, it is all fixed up now. So, again, I apologize for that. Hopefully, that is the only hiccup we have going to ACAST. Because thus far, I'm really enjoying it much more than Spotify for podcasters. I feel much more like a professional podcaster now. But <laughs> and I'll be upfront with you, too. I am... Like, they have the option to go to a paid tier... And, you know, you get a couple extra perks. Right now, I'm investigating it, but I'm not committing to that. And what I mean is, is it would be cool to go through and have our own website and all that hosted by, you know, Acast. 
But right now, I kind of want to make sure the transition goes over well, and then work on a couple other things, and then maybe by the end of the year or so, maybe by the end of the year, we'll be able to come back through and, you know, talk about building out the website. Really, I still kind of have plans to do that with Tumblr, but that is a whole other conversation. Anyway... Hi, everybody. Welcome to the podcast. <laughs> so today's episode is going to be a fun one because as a as part of my UNICEF also, I should say this too. I'm doing this live in front of Twitch chat once again, and my dear friend Mehos, the owner of Michael's Book Nook, which you should check up on YouTube, by the way, uh, just resubscribed. Thank you, buddy. I greatly appreciate it. Hi, how are you? But I am doing this live in front of my wonderful Twitch audience, so as per usual, when you see that live, I may make some interjections here and there. I will definitely read other people's comments. Um... <laughs> Matters says that ch- channel is dead, Lamau. That sucks. I'm really sad to hear that. I was enjoying it. But anyway, as you can tell, I'll read out what people say. And if you want to be a part of that, come out to stream thir- or come out to twitch.tv slash phantasmaplumes on Thursdays. You run the chance of seeing me do a live stream. Really it's not hard to convince me to come live on Thursdays, especially if I miss a day. <laughs> and re- also, if I want to do like live Q and A, which is what we're gonna go or what we're kind of going to do today. See, as part of my charity drive for UNICEF, um, I have basically said if you make any donation to UNICEF, you are allowed to request any um, <laughs> any topic live or any topic for me to do on the next plumes cast i'm sorry Mehers is just like you come live on thursday <laughs> only on the only fans but <laughs> private plumes at onlyfans.com no god god no there if there's some if somebody already has that good for them i ain't taking it <laughs> you know <laughs> that gives a whole new meaning to thirsty thursdays good lord actually no i have a story about thirsty thursdays all right we first off we're talking about high school okay because our sweet Ramu has graciously donated to the unicef fund and of course i went up to her i'm like hey what do you want me to talk about and she's like oh talk about your high school experience for the younger viewers i'm like cool i can do that that's easy enough but Real quick, I want to talk about Thirsty Thursdays because, ayo, we need to have a little chit-chat about gym etiquette, okay? I am still low-key heated about this. And this is a great way to start the podcast because this is going to let me carry this fuck-you energy throughout the entire thing. It's going to be great. But anyway, so, I like to work out. Surprise, surprise. Like, I've actually lost a good bit of weight. Looking at the VODs... From, you know, a couple of months ago as I'm uploading them to YouTube. And now, my neck has lost a lot of weight. I'm really proud about that because that was something I was super, uh, super uncertain about. Like, I wasn't, it's kind of ashamed to some degree. Because way back when, I got a cut on my neck a long time ago. More than just a cut, but I don't really want to go into that detail right now. But if you look at my chin, there's basically a cut underneath, like, where my beard is that hair won't grow there, okay? 
It's a scar. And because of that, it always made me look like I had multiple chins. Or at least it felt like to me I had multiple chins. My neck is not that fat. But, like, there are times where I can just rescind my neck and it just looks like I have multiple chins and I hate it. I've hated it for the longest time. So the fact that your boy is losing weight and gaining some muscle mass feels great, okay? And really, as I've said before, too, you know, working out in general is should be a part of your life. Because it just encourages so much, you know, you start feeling better about yourself when you look better. And when you feel better because you're, you know, exercising. I'd say it's for everybody. Genuinely, if you don't like to work out... All power to you. Just, you know, walk a couple extra steps in a day. You know, I will never tell somebody that you need to go to the gym to feel better about yourself. Just try and have a little extra active activity in the day, however you want to do it. Anyway, that's aside the point, okay? I really enjoy LA Fitness. You know why I enjoy LA Fitness? Because the machines, because I used to travel a lot for work, okay? And the machines at nearly every LA Fitness that I've ever been to all work, to some degree, okay? There have been exceptions to the rule, but it's like finding a needle in a haystack for those examples. Remus says, I think I'll never think I look good, but my weight loss does make me make my mood better. See? Exactly. But Remu, shut up. You're beautiful. <laughs> Fuck you, actually. Um, but anyway... The cool part, too, is LA Fitness has a pool and a sauna, alright? I love to swim, and I like sitting in saunas. Also, there's a hot tub, and hot tubs are cool. It's not cool when there's a bunch of old people crowding up in there, but at the same time, you know, it's something. But anyway, so, I like going to LA Fitnesses. I have a countrywide membership, as it were, so I can go to any LA Fitness in the area. And the one closest to my job, okay, there is this old lady that I've had a problem with for the longest now, okay? Old Asian woman, I'd say maybe late 50s, early 60s, okay? She has a massive fucking staring problem. And it's, you know, it's something that I don't really notice until I look and I catch her in the act, alright? I've had this woman stare at me multiple times, she doesn't stare at me, though, when I'm on the second floor. Because when you go to LA Fitness, they usually have the f- bottom floors, the weight training floor. You know, you have free weights in the back, a bunch of machines up front organized by, like, you know, different workout types. And then up the stairs, there's the cardio area. I enjoy the cardio area. I like to run. I like doing the elliptical. I don't like run, which is weird. I don't like to run when I'm outside. But anyway... I never, I never catch her staring at me up there because I don't think she notices that I've escaped up there, okay? And I use the term escape specifically because, Ayo, when I'm on the ground floor, I catch her staring at me, all right? At first, it wasn't anything that bad, you know, at least when I caught her because, you know, I, I will admit, sometimes I catch myself staring off into space, Alright, and I'm staring up in the ceiling, or I'm staring across the way, or I'm staring like anywhere else. And sometimes, you know, I can understand people doing that on the ground floor because you're facing each other. You know, even when I'm working out, 
I know for a fact I've caught, like, or dude has caught me, you know, just staring off in his general direction because, you know, he's in front of me and I'm just, like, focusing on my workout, but I'm not looking at him. I'm looking out into space finding inspiration. So I thought that was what that was, okay? And, you know, first time, let it slide. Second time, I'm on the rowing machine, right? I'm doing my little workout. I'm feeling good about myself. And I notice this woman and her friend, okay? This woman and her friend are staring at me the entire time. Glad to see random dudes at the gym inspire you. Dude, I will say this. Sometimes I will see somebody at the gym that looks more out of shape than me and absolutely killing it. And I'm just like, yes, you know? And I will say this too. I am the type to help people with their weights. If I see somebody struggling, I'm not going to, you know, run up to them and be like, hey, man, you're, you're, you're not doing the workout right. I'll, especially if, like, you know, they're struggling a lot. I'm gonna be like, hey, can I help you, you know, do you want a spotter or something like that? You know, I do that the free weights sometimes. And some of the older dudes are there. Really nice guys, genuinely. Uh, there's one that I talk to pretty often. But anyway, all that to say... Everyone's fit at the my gym. I look like a doofus. Raymu, shut up. I'm not... We are not doing, you know, fucking self-depreciating shit here. You are lovely. You are a fantastic person. Keep that to your heart because no matter what, I think you're amazing. Anyway... <laughs> I catch her staring at me while I'm on the rowing machine, right? And her and her friend... And I'm thinking, oh, you know, they're doing that thing where you're staring out. You're not really paying attention. That's what I thought. But then I look, and she is looking right down at me. And I'm like, bro, what the fuck? That's weird. But, you know, I don't know. Maybe her eyes drifted. I can't, you know, explain it. The third time I've caught her staring at me, right? I was on the machine, like, I was doing some arm workout. I think I was doing, uh, it's like a forward curl kind of thing. But I was, you know, doing my own thing. And she came up and was, like, waiting for me at the, you know, machine. And I'm thinking, oh, she wants to use this. So I get off of it. I wipe it down. I'm like, here you go, you know. Thinking, there's no way this woman is creeping on me. You know, she's clearly just a little awkward and wants to use the machine. I am reaching at this point for the goodwill of this person, okay? And, you know, after she, or after I clean it up and she gets on it, I notice her looking at me again. I'm like, well, maybe I'm doing the workout weird. I don't know, okay? I let it, I just, I say, you know what? It's okay. It's whatever. You know, she's not fucking staring at me hardcore, but I catch her looking at me. Today was the absolute fucking creme de la creme of creepiness, okay? And genuinely, this goes out to guys and girls. Don't stare at people at the gym. If you do it accidentally, okay, whatever. But don't make it a habit of staring at people. Okay, do what you can do to not stare at somebody. The way I worked on it was I have a TV, or like their TVs built into the machines for like the cardio ones at least. I will turn that thing on and I will just stare at that. Or if there's nothing there, I will put on a YouTube video 
that of like running or something like that. Please do whatever you need to do to stare at something other than other people. Okay? Because genuinely, this is so fucking icky. But this woman comes in, or like, I'm setting up my stuff, right? I go in, I've got a couple of ten. We'll see. <laughs> Ramu says, What need have this Norse Thunder deity for mortal gym equipment? <laughs> God. Anyway. I have two 10-pound dumbbells, right? I just want to do, like, I was going to do free weights today, but my arms were hurting, my shoulders were hurting, my neck was a little stiff. So I'm like, all right, I'm just going to do some range of motion type stuff. I'm going to do a lot of, you know, reps, but I'm going to keep it low weight. So I get one of the stairs, like, I build it up a couple to, you know, three or four little stands up, so it's a bit of a step up. And every time I'm stepping on it, you know, one leg up, one arm up. Other leg up, other arm up. One leg down, leg arm down. Another leg down, other arm down. And I'm just doing that for a while. And I'm keeping it to a rhythm. I felt good about myself for a while about this, right? Until, until Spoken of Lady comes into the fucking studio, alright? And here's the thing about the studio over at LA Fitness. If you've never been there, it's basically the size of a basketball court, to some degree. Smaller basketball court. Where there's mirrors almost all the way around. You know, three walls have mirrors. Maybe two, maybe three, depending on location, because it's been a little different for me too. But anyway, the whole point is you're supposed to be able to look at yourself to make sure you're doing the workouts correctly, alright? And I fully went into there expecting to look at myself. Because, A.O., I wanted to do push-ups. I wanted to do sit-ups. I wanted to make sure my form was right. Because I haven't done those in a long minute. Okay? And, you know, when I used to do it here on chat, when I was doing it live on Twitch, you know, some people would be like, oh, your form's off. And I'm like, oh, well, you know, I haven't done it in a minute. Let's do it in front of a mirror. Okay? Just to make sure what I am, you know, doing is correct. All right? So, I'm doing my thing. Lady comes in. Okay? I notice Lady. Because Lady is staring at me. I can see her from the mirror staring at me. She go And, like, I'm thinking, okay, maybe, you know, I am diagonally across from the door. Maybe she was just looking around. And, you know, I really am just reaching to try and give this woman any fucking, like... Any fucking grace to say she's not being creepy, okay? But she, you know, goes, she gets two two-pound dumbbells, like the smallest ones. And she does this weird, like, really fucking weird thing where she comes in, right? And she puts her dumbbells down right, like, in reaching distance of me. Am I going to have to stretch a little bit? Sure. But she is like... Ramu says, I would bend over so it looks like she's doing me and then take a picture to blackmail. No! I don't want to give her any, like... Because she might like that. <laughs> Fuck that. But anyway... No, so she puts down her dumbbells, okay? And then she proceeds to take her workout mat, alright? And this is the really weird part, her yoga mat. She comes up within, like, 
easily reachable distance of me is staring at me the whole time while I'm doing my thing. And I turn around and I look at her and I'm just kind of confused. Like, I, I'm like, uh, like, because she's so close. I thought she wanted to say something to me. I thought I was in the wrong somehow. Maybe I, you know, maybe there's a class coming in and I didn't know. You know, I wanted to give this woman any benefit of the doubt. I'm like, hi, you know, like, is a weird, like, hi, you know, creeped out, hi, because you are in my personal space. Even though, like, the entire rest of the studio is open, you have invaded my close proximity. <laughs> and she's like, she's just like, mm. and then, you know, puts her fucking yoga mat near my water bottle like, near my setup. Mind you, she doesn't roll it out. She just puts it down. Alright? <laughs> Ramu says, you can cut in line at the McDonald's. My life is in shambles, sir. God. Anyway, she puts it down right by me. Okay? And I'm just, I'm kind of, I'm, at this point, I am weirded out. I am definitely weirded out. And... You know, she backs up back over to her dumbbells. She does not pick those things up. In fact, she starts, she pulls out her phone. And I catch her multiple times just like glancing over at me from her phone. Okay? And then the worst part of it was, you know, after I kind of like started to make eye contact with her to be like, what are you doing? You know, she moves directly adjacent to me. Along that back wall, within, you know, not far off from me. And I happened to notice something very peculiar, chat. You know what I noticed? Her camera was on. She was recording me, or at least using her phone's camera to look at me. Chat, when I say I was so fucking grossed out. Because, you know, at multiple times, I know for a fact I shined my ring, you know, my glow-in-the-dark ring that's easy to see, at the mirror to show I am in a committed relationship. I am perfectly happy. Do not approach me. Which, I, I'll give her credit, she didn't approach, she just stalked me. And I'm just like, oh, oh no. Oh no, 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 no. She sits there for a couple of minutes, right? And then when the janitor comes through, all right, when one of the cleaning guys comes through, she puts her phone away quickly. And then, you know, says a couple of things to the guy because she's there like every day that I'm there, right? And, you know, walks away. She leaves her dumbbells there and she leaves her yoga mat there. I am now incredibly creeped out at this point. So I go and I put my stair stuff away and I put my dumbbells away. And I just walk as quickly as I can across the gym floor to the, you know, sauna to then take a shower. I, bro, I genuinely, genuinely, I am reaching 
for as many, you know, excuses as this woman could have. And it's so fucking weird to me. It is so fucking weird to me. That after, like, at all this point, you know, this person keeps making looks and all that shit at me. So genuinely, I am considering, like, I have a very, you know, strong hatred for people that record themselves at the gym. Always have, always will. Because, look, you're always going to catch somebody that doesn't want to be on camera. And if you upload that to anybody else, for anybody else, you're going to piss somebody off. You're going to make somebody upset. Somebody's going to say something rude about that person. Genuinely, don't fucking record people at the gym. But I'm thinking about pulling out my phone. The next time I'm on that or I'm at that gym and I notice. So I can go to the management and be like, hey, this is what's going on. This is fucking weird. Please do something about it. Anyway. <laughs> that 25 minute, you know, or that 20 minute excursion into the world of, you know, my wonderful gym life aside. I promised Ramu I'd talk about my high school years and, you know, talk about kind of how I'm feeling about this, you know, anniversary coming up. Okay. Because, or this reunion rather, because genuinely speaking, okay, I, I kind of tried to live my high school life as quiet as possible. And I failed at that so many times. Okay. I wasn't anything, you know, to be afraid of like eighth grade was when I kind of have my real glow up moment as it were. Also, Ramu says, that was me. I filmed you because your form sucked and I wanted to critique you on it. Ramu, if that was genuinely you, oh my god, I would... <laughs> I would, like, I would ban you on everything. I wouldn't talk to you because I... I have never felt so icky than having somebody, like, just openly stare and record me, like... I, I, and the thing is, is like, I'm not, you know, doing anything to solicit it. No, it's not genuine. I mean, I know it's not genuinely you, but like, it just, I don't know what else to say or do except going up to her and being like, may I help you? <laughs> Which I don't think that's going to work. But anyway, all that to say. I tried to live, you know, my high school years as quietly as I could because shit was going south fast as far as my house went. All right. Seventh grade was when I had the, you know, little accident that got me expelled or almost got me expelled, got me suspended for a little bit. Eighth grade was kind of my grow up year where I kind of figured myself out, learned to defend myself, learned to talk for myself, all this fun shit. And I've told you the story about how ninth grade was when I met Jaleel. You know, where he was my bully. And homie would straight out, like, make fun of me all the time in ninth grade in social studies class. AP social studies. Like, I will never forget. There was one, like, month or, like, week in particular where I had lost my voice. I had been sick as a dog. And... Like, my voice was just completely shot for a week. And that was the best week of Jaleel's life. Because Jaleel would come up and just be like, Well, Seth, if you want me to stop, you know, just just say something. And I'd just be like, uh, uh, uh. 
Meher says they expelled a girl in junior high because she got pregnant. What? Excuse me? How is that a... Wait, then a few days after I graduated, they expelled a dude because he came out as gay. What? Just Christian school things? Okay, that makes sense. (laughs) That makes sense now. Very (laughs) Christ-like. Very holy. (laughs) Oh, Jesus. But no. Alright, so I tried... I genuinely tried to be quiet and live a quiet school life because shit was just getting bad a few years after I graduated. Ah, but still, fair. But I I genuinely couldn't keep a quiet profile because this was also that time of, you know, adolescence where you hear your parents talking about stuff and it comes back to school, okay? Now, mind you, you know... It had kind of calmed down to some degree because back in 8th grade and into ninth grade, I kind of made it obvious that I was not the fucker to mess with. And honestly, a lot of people kind of got that message. After middle school, like, it was weird. They drew a new, they kind of gerrymandered uh, the county line and part of the kids that like, you know, I knew back in middle school had to go to a different high school. You know, there's like three in the area. So some of them went to high, like a special high school. Some of them, like a new one, which was weird. Uh, Some of them went to private high school. And then, of course, there was my high school. Now, back in the day, my high school was not the upstanding bit that it is. It still is not upstanding. In fact, I think it's gotten worse. I will say that the years I was there, not to say that I was the gold standard or anything, but the years I was there, the problems that they had were a lot less. Okay? Like, the problems that they have now, they have a real bad drug problem in the school. Like, and a real bad gang problem in the school. To give you an idea of how this school is. Okay, when I was going there, it was there, but it wasn't as upfront as it is now. Okay, there was the occasional graffiti on the walls. There was the occasional fight that broke out. Like most of the time, though, it was relatively chill. Okay, if you were doing something, you kind of kept it on the low, and you know it didn't blow up. Anyway. High school was a real developmental year for me, because or really years, because I went through, I just went through like a lot of, you know, possible growth areas. Raymond says, my school has a suicide problem. My mom's class has more survivors than mine did. Oh, good to know public school's going great in the US of A. (laughs) Oh, that's terrible. But... Anyway, no, like, I, that was when I started writing a lot. Like, if you go back to a couple of podcasts back, and I talked about, you know, the story of survival, that was when I was really hard in, or really hard, really uh, deep into my writing, okay? Really not giving myself good innuendos here. But anyway, that's when I had the ability to get my books published, and I didn't. Because the money would have went to my parents kind of thing. Um, You know, I was focused... Like, really, I had so many different dreams and goals within high school that I was kind of chasing all of them. So, 
For example, in 10th grade, I was actually part of the journalism club. And I only did it for one semester because it was both an after-school club and a class that you took. You had to sign up for the class. It was one of your electives. And the teacher that taught it, I disliked at first. When I had to take her class in 11th grade for AP Lit, I came to respect her a lot more. I couldn't tell you her name to save my life. But, you know, when it came... Miss Lawson, there it is. Um... When it came time for me to take her, like, having grown up a bit, I definitely respected her more because, you know, she was very, very, I'd say perfect chasing. Like, she didn't want anything less than your best. And if you gave her anything less, she would have no problem, you know, giving you a shitty grade. And back in, like, 10th grade when I took journalism, you know, I was like, bro, what the fuck? You know, like, this is fucked up. And then, you know, back in 11th grade when I had to take her as an actual class, you know, I had a much better understanding of her. But anyway, you're not here to, like, really listen to all the classes I took. Like, I will say this. I was near fluent in Spanish during that time because I'd taken every single Spanish course, okay, Every single Spanish course the school offered from Spanish 1 to Spanish 7. Really, AP Spanish at that point. And I was in the Governor's Honors Program for Spanish. Wild concept, alright? When I graduated, I was in the top 30 of my class. I think I was like 24. Um, Ironic enough, because I you know, started playing Pollo around that time. But... Anyway, like, I was I was a very driven kid, if only because I had to, like, I was trying to come up with every single excuse not to go home. During this time, my family was falling apart hardcore. You know, my sister had gone off to college, my brother had gone off and was starting to live his own life, and I didn't have, you know, anyone to really protect me from all the insanity that was my parents, Okay. Mind you, you know, I'd already kind of experienced that in middle school, and that's why I had the outbursts that I did. But it was worse at this point, to the point of when I would go to school, like, I would walk to school. It was about an hour walk. Like, I'd leave home early, walk to school, and then walk back. You know, I would often see my bus driver, and he'd, like would offer to give me a ride from the middle school route that came out after high school. And he'd be like, hey, do you want a ride? And I'm like, oh, you know, thank you, but I'm good. Because I was trying to come up with every single excuse to stay at home, like stay at school. Not because I was madly in love with school or anything like that. It's just genuinely, I didn't want to go home. My, my house life was failing. You know, talks about foreclosures and divorces and constant arguments going back and forth. Genuinely, my home life was more than just fucked. I would often talk to the school guidance counselor because, you know, I just needed somebody to talk to, but they were useless. <laughs> and so, as I became more of an adult, when I became like 17, 18, which isn't an adult by any means, it's still a teenager. But when I kind of got classified closer to adulthood, you know, I would talk to my teachers. I would have long conversations about what should I be doing? Like, 
where's the next goal? How do I protect myself? How do I do this? How do I do that? Like, I was asking some of my professors how to file taxes because my parents, like, tried to do it and fucked up and it became a whole to-do, you know? It was just really, really weird. And I don't look back at those years negatively, as weird as that is to say, okay? I am proud of, you know, the years that I survived through. Spanish was one of my escapes during that because I could study after school and talk with my professor almost fully in Spanish, you know, talking about life and everything else. Then I, around like 10th grade, I got into Japanese and I instantly fell in love. I was learning Spanish and Japanese at the same time. I figured out that I wanted to be a, you know, a translator. I wanted to go into translation. I wanted to be... You know, the person that you go to talk to when you had to talk to somebody else. I wanted to bridge the world together. Because the more I looked at it, technology had brought us so close together. But there were still so many aspects of life that we were, you know, completely different from. You know, you could talk to anybody right now. Like, you could pick up the phone call a number, and talk to somebody else in the world right now. But I felt like because of the internet, because of social media and everything else, we've become more diverse. And I hated that. I genuinely despised that. And I wanted to be, you know, that translator that helps, you know, bring about some new world peace, as it were. All right? Mind you, lofty as fuck dream. And even back then, I noticed that, you know, Google Translate was coming out and... You know, I could tell that my future job would have been taken by robots. Granted, now it's still not even perfect. So I could have had job security for a good couple of years. And I don't think, you know, AI will ever fully be able to translate what another person says. But all that to say, at least not for like 50 plus years, but all that to say, you know, I could see the writing on the wall and I just became frightened. You know, I was so scared and like... I would stay until the school closed at like 7, 8 o'clock. I was often the last person to leave school. Mind you, that's after all the teachers, after all the janitors. Like, the janitors knew me by name. And, you know, would sometimes even come looking for me if they saw my bike. You know? Now, all that to say... I, you know, there was a couple of nights that I ended up staying overnight at school just because I truly didn't want to go home. I would bring a second pair of clothes just so that way I could hide out and like, you know, I would kind of wash myself in the bathroom, as embarrassing as that is to admit, just because I didn't feel safe at home, you know, and I wasn't strong enough at that time to defend myself had I gotten into fights in that point yes of course you know I at that point you know depending on where you look at it I was involved in some things that I'm not really proud about and I've talked about it before in the past you know talking about getting into fights for money um you know slowly getting into racing it was all things that like genuinely I hated I hated that I had to do it I hated that I felt like it was my only way to really keep 
my family together. But I was also able to work around that time, too. Um, you know, I went and I was detailing cars on the weekend. I was flipping signs. I was, you know, doing what I could to try and maintain some semblance of a family life. And, you know, thinking about it, a lot of my teachers back then told me not to do that. Told me that I needed to be a kid because you only had that one chance to be a kid. And genuinely, I don't have any real regrets about how I had to live my life. Because it taught me very quickly that I needed to grow up. That I needed to, you know, be able to face the realities of the world. Because there's going to be a point where there won't be anybody but myself to protect myself from everything else going on in the world. It was a scary thought, but one I had to embrace and just realize. And there were times where I'd come to school and I'd have cuts. I'd have bruises. I learned how to wear makeup at this point. Because I needed to cover up some of the wounds. Somehow, some way. I needed to dress them. Some, like, any way I could. Alright? Now, mind you, you know, as I grew up, as I went through school, you know, and I got stronger and I was able to defend myself better, you know, it's... It was kind of a grow-up moment, but I was still not leaving the school for as long as I could. You know, I will usually say that was probably when I was in the best shape of my life because I was walking so much, because I was, you know, trying to stay as strong as I could. Like, I'd be going to the gym, you know, with my dad a good number of times a week just because he needed an escape from my mom and I wanted to, you know, be able to defend myself the next time he got drunk, you know. Never had the heart to tell him that. And I do, you know, wish I could have. I don't regret it. You know, there's a huge difference between regretting and wishing I did something differently. I don't regret it because, you know, in the way this whole crazy life of mine went, I think I did well in the game of life. And I think I'm continuing to do well now, but I realized, too, I needed to, you know, have that grow-up experience. And I'm glad I was able to do it around other adults, And part of me wants to go back to my school and see which professors are still there and talk to them and be like, yeah, no, this is what's going on. Hi, how's it going? You know, it's absolutely wild to me. But, you know, and that's the thing too is like, I still have fond memories of some things in high school. Like, high school is where I discovered my passion for cooking. I had a home ec class in 11th grade, first period. First class of the new year. And Jaleel was in it. I didn't remember Jaleel because I blocked him out of my mind because of how badly he bullied me. And sure enough, that fucker would end up being my best friend. You know? But I learned how to cook to some degree. I learned how to... And like I thought at one point I wanted to... You know, explore a career in culinary arts. And for a while, I thought I was going to do that. There were a number of, like, after-school activities that I wanted to get involved in. Track. I ran with the track team. um, But I couldn't officially be a part of the track team because I couldn't afford the dues. You know, I couldn't afford the special uniforms. So anytime... Jale- or Meher says, I can't block Jaleel out of my mind, lol. 
Good lord. Trust me, after he, like, roasts the shit out of you for, year, like, a year, it's easy to do. But, and I didn't see him at all 10th grade, so it worked. But he had a humbling, too, in 10th grade, so, you know, is what it is. Um, but I vividly remember, like, talking with the professor and being like, yeah, no, I can't, or the coach and being like, yeah, no, I can't afford this. Like, they wanted me an academic bowl because, again, I was a really smart kid and I would have done great on the team. I could not afford those dues. I would still come in in the morning and train with them and, like, participate, but I couldn't actually go to the competitions. It fucking blew Because I would see, like, the people that I'd run with, the people that I studied with, go off and compete and have fun and have these, like, great events about themselves. And meanwhile, I could barely get my parents to, like, be remotely interested in what I was doing. I will never forget, when I was part of the journalism team, when I was on the paper, I went off and I was supposed to cover a swim meet. And my mom had taken me, or maybe my dad. No, it was my mom. I had borrowed a camera from the school. I was doing this, that, and the other. And my mom genuinely could not care less of what I was doing. And it was so obvious. It was so awkward. And, like, that was probably part of the reason why I got off of journalism. Because I didn't have a way to get around. There was one point, though, that I cut. And, like, that's the thing, too. Is I loved doing it, though. Because And it, you know, further fueled my love of writing because there was one event that I covered. It's called, I think it was like running the bases or covering the bases where it was a special needs event where, you know, basically special needs children would go play dodge or not dodgeball, kickball in a special field that's fully carpeted. You know, it's an outdoor field, but it's fully carpeted to keep them safe. And it's a big charity event. Really just a wonderful time all around. I used to have a photo of it. You know, my sister and my mom there. And I remember being so proud of being able to cover that event. And showing some good in the world. And I think maybe that was like a spark in me eventually becoming a podcaster. About self-help and wellness and everything else. Because I love talking about the goodness in the world, I love like having positive interactions and being able to share your success stories and everything else with the world, you know. Because I think at the end of the day, when I was in school and I was getting, you know, awards and busting my ass to get the approval of my parents, you know, my drunken, alcoholic, and abusive parents, it it taught me that when I had people to celebrate my successes with. It was fantastic. Otherwise, it was like chasing an empty dream. And I don't want anybody to ever feel that way. Like when you are chasing something to better yourself that you want to, you know, do because you know you will feel better, you know, and be proud of what you've done. I want somebody there to celebrate with you. If that's just me, if that's the rest of the podcast, you know, it's whomever. But I want that for you. I want that for everybody, really. So again, I want to, you know, reiterate that if you yourself need any, you know, flare out or boost to something that you're doing, 
and I can help with that, please don't hesitate to let me know. But yeah, no, I was involved. I was very involved in the school during high school and all. You know, I was the language halls baby. Like, and I say that partly jokingly, but two of the professors have basically become surrogate moms to me. I keep saying professors. I'm still college mindset. But, like, for example, my Spanish professor was doting on me. And the German professor. I never took German. Never took a single day of German. But that professor was always very concerned about me. Because she heard about me. She saw me. Like, she saw me stay after late. Miss Sedlicek was her name. And... Genuinely, I wish I could reach out to her. I wish I could just be like, hey, I just want you to know I'm okay. You know, it of all my professors, or all my teachers rather, each essay caught Lilosen. I don't see, I can't even read that, Raymond. <laughs> but of all my professors, you know, she was the one that like kept her door open for me the most. And she even had like an office in the back. Where, like, if things were going, like, way down south, I could leave one of my other language classes and come crash in there. Or during, you know, free periods between things, I could sneak in and just crash. I never want to see my high school teachers again, says Mehers. Damn. No, and, like, that's the thing. Talking about, you know, the upcoming uh, reunion, I had... I don't really, like, I never really had a bunch of friends at high school. You know, did I know a lot of people? Yes. Have I recently found out that one of my high school friends was on a YouTube dating show? Yeah, no, that was fucking weird. But, for the most part, I kind of just kept to myself because I have my own problems to deal with. And I didn't want to be a burden to anyone else. Now, you know, did I have friends of sorts? Sure. You know, I do remember a couple of people. Um, I mainly remember some of the people in my Japanese class because those were the people that, like, I felt like I bonded with the most. But it was just... It was weird. It was definitely very... It was definitely very different. You know, looking... And, like, I had a couple of friends in AP classes because we all had the same classes together. But I don't think I ever really had, like, a set of friends. Well, I did, but I didn't. You know, thinking about it now, I definitely am seeing some more people in my mind. That, like, if they're over at the reunion, I'd be happy to see them. But, like, genuinely getting ready to go to this reunion? Dude, it's so weird to me. Because I remember when I got out of, uh, when I got out of high school, right? I lived in the same town. You know, as my high school for, uh, well, really up until like two years ago when I moved up here, you know, even though I was working up in this area for a lot longer. Um, and like, I would bump into a couple of old classmates and it was just weird. Like, it was really weird because a lot of them rushed off and got married. Some of them to each other, some to different people. A lot more of them had COVID babies, you know. And 
it's weird to think that some of these people, like, within 10 years, have either completely exploded off the map and have done crazy, amazing things, or... Or lying about it and crazy and dead. Um, or have started families, or have, like, just gradually became completely different people. You know, the people that thought you would think would be, you know, models or, you know, much more popular or anything like that, well into life... Definitely some of them peaked in high school. You know, I definitely... I do relish in the short and Freud of some of my high school, like, antagonists of sorts kind of failing at life. Now, mind you, I never want anybody to ever, you know, go through hardships or anything like that that they don't have to. You know, I don't think, you know, anybody should really have to suffer in any way, shape, or form. And unfortunately, a number of my high school classmates are no longer here with us. It sucks to say that, but it's true. And, you know, I just think about everything that has kind of led up to this point, and I I kind of don't want to go. You know, the only reason I'm going is because, you know, Jaleel wants me to. Also, Meher says, you don't have to respond to this on recording, but when there's a stopping point... Maybe run an ad break and pause the recording and come back so people don't miss out. Ah, fair point. <laughs> no, that... I would do that. Just, you know, saying this on recording because for the people that do come out for this, unfortunately with Twitch, you have to run an ad break like every hour, essentially. There's no... You have a couple of skips allocated to it, but unfortunately there's no way to really let it go and it pre-ads come up it's stupid as hell and genuinely i am considering maybe <laughs> Mares, you don't have to read this out loud seth immediately reads it out loud <laughs> i mean but it's fair fair knowledge and good for the podcast to hear too but if you come out to my live recordings you might run into this and genuinely, I apologize for that in advance. Unfortunately, that's something about Twitch that I can't really help with. You know, I unfortunately don't like doing ad breaks like that. Now, mind you, you know, in the future, when we get ads and sponsors and all that stuff, that would be a great point to stop the podcast and be like, all right, we're going to take a small break. And then, boop, there's the ad. Um, something that I've been considered for a minute now. But right now, it is what it is. <laughs> but anyway, back to what I was saying. So, Mehers, I, I noticed that you were skipping ads for me. Thank you. But uh, go ahead and let them run when they come through next time. Because uh, I'm about... I, I think I'm getting close to being done. You know, unless there are any questions, comments, concerns about high school life or how to survive high school. But, yeah, no, like, I am not super pumped about going to my old high school and seeing everybody, I think I have definitely matured and grown up in a lot of different ways. And I'm proud of, you know, the man that I've become. You know, I have survived a lot of different traumas. Am I going to be the first to say, yeah, I have a health and wellness podcast on, you know, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and more? No, I'm not going to say that. I'll be like, yeah, no, you know, I went into systems administration. I'm a programmer. I... You know, basically, I've worked for Mercedes-Benz, I've done my own shit, I have my own, you know, quote-unquote company, and I, you know, am loving life. 
to, or at least I am allowing myself to love life. And I can say that proudly now. You should go with a Plumes Cash shirt on in Oh my, neon yellow with black lettering. Okay, real talk. You know, just because this is kind of a free podcast and I'm kind of, you know, a free podcast episode and I'm kind of talking about a bunch of different things. And I spent 20 minutes ranting about some woman at the gym. But anyway, I have genuinely considered getting advertising for Plumes Cast. And because <laughs> I see billboards all the time. Oh, God. <laughs> Raymu says, I roleplay obscure fictional characters on Elon Musk website for enjoyment. I don't do that no more. <laughs> I haven't done that in a long time. But <laughs> for Elon's enjoyment specifically. Yeah, no. Um, I see a bunch of billboards. That have like the open 24-7, you know, sign on them saying that they're available for rent. And it's just like, I just want to do an advertisement. Like, put myself up on a billboard. Because there for the longest time, for like a year, there was an AM morning show host. I think it was like Neil Bortz is his name. Maybe he's FM. I don't really know 100%. But he had a fucking, he had a billboard. It was him smiling with the thumbs up. And it was yellow, or it was uh, red with a yellow background. And it just said Bortz. <laughs> it just said Bortz. <laughs> and it said like AM radio, you know, 750. But I always thought that was the funniest fucking shit. And I just... I really want to make one of my character, you know, the little dude you see on the thing, the, you know, chibi version of me, as it were, just making a thumbs up. Like, I will Photoshop my arm in there doing a a thumbs up, and it just says plumes. (laughs) But, like, I've come up with so many stupid slogans where it's like, driving alone on a Friday morning, not not anymore. (laughs) Let's see here. That's a dude? Whoops. What are you... T- I, I don't know which one you're talking about, Maris. Maybe you have to send me a photo on Discord. But yeah, I know. Like, I just thought it'd be funny as hell to do. And, like... Pipkin Pippa got her own billboard? Who's Pipkin Pippa, Ramu? <laughs> I, I swear you said Pikmin at first. I'm like, oh... <laughs> Good for them. But, yeah, no, I just thought it'd be funny. The chibi version of you. Oh. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> I mean, it's not even chibi. It's Walfus at the end of the day. But I always love that design and I've kept it for a long-ass time. And I do miss doing, like, Plume's promos. Because that was... Uh, let's see here. Raymo- or he says... Uh, or... Excuse me, Meher says, I thought it was a chibi cute girl because who doesn't love chibi cute girls as mascots? Fair. And then Raymu says, Pipkin Pippa is the rude VTuber. I love her. I've never heard of her prior to. I am sorry, Raymu. <laughs> I am not I am not hip with the VTubers. Like genuinely, I haven't watched anybody like any VTubers in a long time. You know, occasionally one will come up on, like, TikTok or YouTube shorts that I'll watch. And be like, oh, that's cool. And I'll keep going. But, like, 
I just haven't. But anyway, yeah, no, I've come up with like so many stupid phrases. Like I told you about the Friday morning one. It was just like your new pot or your new uh, your new podcast best friend, Plumescast, or you know, ah, uh, look in the sky. No wait, look back at the billboard, Plumescast. <laughs> You know, it's just filled with stupid shit, and I just, I think it would be funny. However, I don't, like, the thing about doing the podcast and doing it as I have is I have not really put any effort into advertising. I have fully gone, also D-Gage says, are we live? Yeah! What's up, D-Gage? But, anyway, I have not put, like, really any effort into advertising the stream or the podcast or anything that I'm doing. I just put it on there and say, well, people might see it. D Gage says, hydrate. I can do that. But I was kind of hoping on the uh, natural effect of algorithms to eventually blow my content up. (laughs) Big sip. (laughs) But no. And that's something that, like, I've genuinely wanted to have a conversation about, is, like, how should I go about advertising Cast? Like, should I be making TikTok? Should I, you know, take clips from YouTube or Twitch and put them on the TikTok? Like, genuinely, something that I've considered for a long time is, you know, do I want to continue doing this to sell out, says Mers? <laughs> Get the bag. Homie, I am not going to do, like, another Raid Shadow Legends you know, fucking sponsorship, if I can so help it. Like, that was easily the worst. Also, I'm going to set preferences too to everybody's in chat. Free, you know, Q&A, fully about it. Say whatever you want. We're going to keep going for a little while longer. D-Gage says, run a TV ad, set up a billboard with your mug on it. I just need to have, like, a mug. <laughs> like, a mug with my little character on it. And just put... You know, set up a billboard with your mug on it, D-Gage, Plumes Cast. <laughs> I think that would be funny. But anyway, you know, genuinely speaking, I I don't know how or if I want to advertise this thing in the way that I probably should. Raymu also says, this video brought to you by Raid Shadow Legends. Graphics make you come buckets for fun. <laughs> Oh, good Christ. But yeah, no, seriously. I will never do another Raid Shadow Legends ad. Like, here's a fun bit for everybody who's considering it. If you're a streamer, a podcast, or whatever else, you may be content creator in general. Okay, the Raid Shadow Legends ad was easily the most draining of my career. Now, I have done several ads. I'm not, you know, a stranger to sponsored content. You know, I'm on Lurk It. Where you can apply to, you know, play games for free keys. All that shit's there, okay? It's a fun time. But the campaign for Raid Shadow Legends was easily the most draining thing. Because not only is the game boring as hell, okay? But you have to play it for like four to six hours on stream, Okay, you have to stream the game, you have to constantly talk about the game, you have to say all these great things about Raid Shadow Legends, and the worst part of it was, is the people that played it had to invest in like an hour 
an hour of gameplay or so to get to the point where you could get credited and then had the opportunity to then go for another four hours of grinding to get to the level of which you get another bonus. Bro, I never want to do that to my like community again because me doing it sucked. I genuinely despise doing it. Like, at least with the fucking World of Warships, or uh, there was another one that I played, War Thunder, that's it. At least with the War Thunder, you know, game, I could have fun with that. I was enjoying myself. Have I played that game since? No, I have not. <laughs> no, absolutely, I have not. Because, again, it was just, it was starting to get old and repetitive, and, like, I wasn't having that much fun with it anymore. And when I don't, when I stop having fun with the game, unfortunately, I will most likely drop it. You know, I, again, I don't want to ever be at that point where, and, like, I will be entirely upfront with you, too. I get sponsorship offers all the time from Stream Elements, Okay, if you are a content creator and you want to make some money, Stream Elements, once you pass certain requirements, will bombard you with offers. Like, if I just click click on it real quick, okay, because I have a nice little banner that says, hey, Phantasma Plumes, you have Stream Element sponsorships. Here we go, okay? I have Puzzles and Survival. I have Ant Legion for the Swarm. Call the Dragons, Warpath, Stormshot, Skull Isle Odyssey, uh, Marsication, Infinite Ambition, Warhammer, 40,000 Tacticus, State of Survival, Ebony, The King's Return. And it's like all of these. Also, Meher says, I haven't streamed in months and I still get sponsorship offers. There you go. Raymu says, Raid Shadow Legends saved my parents from being killed by orcs. Raid Shadow Legends fluffs my pillows every night. Raid Shadow Legends makes the best ice cream at Dairy Queen. Raid Shadow Legends defeated Mike Tyson and Punch-Out. I mean, that ain't that hard. But, <laughs> like, genuinely speaking, don't get me wrong. I am incredibly thankful for these offers. Like, one of them says you can earn up to $880. Alright, this is Call of Dragons. Let me read to you what the requirement is to make just the 280 okay? Advertise Call of Dragons in your panels for one day. Promote Call of Dragons on your stream for three hours. Stream with our Call of Dragons branded overlay goal widget for three hours. Promote Call of Dragons, uh... In your chat with our bot for three hours. Earn $7 for each city hall level 5. Bonus goals available. Up to $40. Earn $1 for each join alliance. Earn up to $560. Earn $14 for each city hall level 11. Alright, so you let's do the math real quick, chat. If I bring up calculator really quick, because I'm not going to do math. <laughs> And I know this has gone off the rails of a professional podcast at this point, and I promise we will eventually get back to a sense of normalcy. But if I do 560 divided by 14, that's 40 people. 40 people I need to subject to that game to level 11 to get to a point of... Oh my god. D-Gage says, okay, those sponsorships sound nice, but what about Boots Off The Wall Steppen? Good question. <laughs> Good fucking question. But that's the thing, is like, genuinely, I don't want to sell out. Like, if they came up to me and said, hey, we just want you to talk about this, 
and it was something I could review for a little bit first and then talk about it. Okay, that's different. Okay, like doing the Lurk It games, I can play those on the side and decide, okay, is this good enough? Do I still have to make content for it? Sure. But, you know, it was still a good enough time that I don't mind saying, hey, go check out this game. You know, I have not had a bad enough experience on there for me to be like, eh. you know. And do I want to grow on the Twitch side of things so that way I can do crazier games? Of course. But, again, completely you know, off-the-wall shenanigans. Honestly, now I'm having to rethink the title for this episode because I was going to re just basically name it, okay, school, you know, reunions coming up. I'm just about to be like gyms, <laughs> gyms, school, and uh, Q&A, something like that. Because, like, seriously, I love doing uh, podcasts like this because it gives me such a great opportunity to talk with y'all and just be... You know, mind you, I don't script anything, but I like having conversations with y'all. So seriously, please feel free. Like, I know this may be your first podcast with me over at ACAST. I understand that. And if you are here from ACAST, welcome. Welcome to the Plumes family. Like, please come or hang out with us. Like, I have so much fun with this shit, and I genuinely love it. And, like, I want to give... As much great advice as I can. <laughs> Gym school and Raid Shadow Legends. Brought to you by Raid Shadow Legends. Raid Shadow Legends won't bully you or film you at the gym. God! <laughs> I need to fucking remember. Like, I need... I need to start learning how to put, like, stream markers down. Because... It would be amazing... Oh, here's here's a stream marker. Cool. There we go. I added a marker so that way I can come back and clip that. <laughs> but all that to say, genuinely speaking, okay, I love doing podcasts like this where it can be off the wall in just, you know, a bit of insanity. Because at the end of the day, I can give you as much life advice as I can. I can tell you about what's going on in the world. I can give you all my sob stories. But at the end of the day, I truly think it's important to be able to just be silly and laugh and have a great time. And, like, again, if this is your first podcast with me, since, you know, you finding me on ACAST, I apologize. You know, I'm not usually this off the wall, but at the same time, welcome, because this is kind of what you're going to get. You know, I love having the audience here. Now, of course, there's some, you know, topics that I have to do privately because, you know, unfortunately, having live conversations about deep, like, really, you know, personal stories. Can I do it? Yes. But I feel like it has a better impact when I'm able to just focus entirely on myself and my feelings and how I'm feeling at the moment. And, you know, then putting all my thoughts into the podcast, into the recording. And, and just so that way, it really amplifies the true feeling of Plumescast, which is, this is not a podcast that you listen to expecting somebody to talk down to you. You know, you are listening to this podcast because you are broken. No, I never, I never wanted that feeling. I wanted you to feel like you were sitting across or next to or, you know, earn the general vicinity of a great friend. Because at the end of the day, you know, I hope this podcast makes you laugh. I hope you 
enjoy what you hear and what you, you know, and you feel a little bit better about your day. Like, I love giving the dude just being dude energy. Because, seriously, we... (laughs) I like how your condescending voice is Tim Curry. (laughs) Oh, Lord. But, we go through enough bullshit during the day as is. And I really want people to, you know, have fun with this. That said, you know, please, feel free to ask questions. Feel free to reach out. If it's something I've already talked about, I'm not going to be the asshole... DKH says, you are here to sit down and enjoy your time, and you are gonna like it! (laughs) I can't can't wait to hear that on the podcast side of things. But anyway, um, when it comes to... What the fuck? Okay, hang on, real quick. I just got a notification from TikTok, and it says, Lonely Dude For Real... From your contacts. Bro, who am I about to put on blast? (laughs) Who is lonely dude for real in my phone? If it's one of my coworkers, I will shit myself. I already have an idea who it could be. But anyway, back to what I was saying. Like, genuinely, please, this is your podcast as much as it is mine. If you have questions, comments, concerns, please don't hesitate to reach out to me. Like, if it's something I've already covered in the past, I'm not going to give you, you know, the asshole, Well, I've already covered this. You should have listened to Lonely Dude as a surprise co-host, E-Gage says. No, God, no. Maybe, who knows. But yeah, I'm not going to be like, I've already covered this. You should go listen to Plumescast episode 23 and regale my regalia. You know, I'm not going to do that. I will probably, you know, give you a shorthand or be like, hey, that's a really great question. Can I talk about that during this week's podcast? And then you know what? I might even go the distance and invite you as a co-host and be like, hey, let's have a conversation. Do you want to talk about this? Like, I, if I ever get back into blogging, like there's books I've been reading about, like search engine optimization and how to write a proper blog and all that fun shit. If I ever get back into that. And, you know, I start doing, like, book reviews and all that more seriously. I would love to reach out to authors and have, like, conversations about their books. Or other relevant people in the area or in the news. And, you know, just have conversations. Like, hey, what would you recommend if you were in this situation? Like, if I could reach out to Michelle Hernandez, the author of um, Different After You, and be like, hey, I have a podcast talking about life. And how to, you know, be better and everything else. Like, I give life advice. I try and make people laugh. Genuinely, I would love to have you as a co-host. And to answer questions about your book and your experiences. Like, I think that'd be really cool. Do I think I'll ever get to that point? Who knows? But I genuinely love having the experience. And having the capacity and the ability to come on every week. And talk to y'all. And leave you laughing and having a good time. Or imparting you with some life wisdom. You know, genuinely is one of the highlights of my week. One of my, you know, proudest moments. Because at the end of the day, you know, here's a fun fact for you. Did you know 
that almost half of all podcasts that get created never make it past episode 10. And of the, like, 50% that do, you know, another half, if not more, can't make it to episode 20. Bro, we're at episode 57 of me just talking and having a great time and learning alongside you and growing with you. Like, seriously, it helps me to help y'all because it reinforces some of the thoughts I've had in my mind. And, like, again... I want to be open to questions. I want to be open to debates. I've made that amply clear. And if you have a conversation topic or a question or anything like that, seriously, reach out to me. You have Plumescast or Phantasm Plumes on like Twitch, Twitter, YouTube, uh, TikTok, all that fun stuff. You got, uh, really, I could just do the outro right now. <laughs> You know, remember, you can find me in the night skies across different platforms, blah, 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 blah. You got, but send it to plumescast at gmail.com. Send me an email, plumescast, P-L-U-M-E-S-C-A-S-T at gmail.com. Because I want to, you know, if you have questions, if you have comments, if you have concerns, I want to address them. I don't, like, at the end of the day, after listening to an episode of Plumescast, after we've had our conversations, after we've laughed and had our fun, like, I want you to be able to be stronger for the day, for the rest of the day, the rest of the week, you know? And I hope that if you ever run into somebody else that is having a hard time in life, you, you know, I'm not saying shove Bloomscast down their throat, just like, eh, you listen to Bloomscast. <laughs> you know, just... <laughs> Be there for them. Because at the end of the day, even talking about this, talking about my high school experience, all right, and talking about my gym experience, it gave me so much strength to do it on here and talk to y'all about it and give you like a live reaction to it and talk about how much I've grown because I didn't have anybody there for me during those times. I felt alone, I felt afraid, I felt icky. And I don't want that for anybody. I don't think anybody should ever have to feel like they're going through anything alone. And at the end of the day, I truly want to reach through. If there's one thing I want to make clear across every one of the 57 episodes of Plume's cast and everyone going forward... You are not alone. You have friends. You have family. Even if it doesn't feel that way, you got us. You got the Blooms community. And at the end of the day, bro, I fucking believe in you too. I don't even need to know you to know you're doing great. Be proud of where you're grown or where you came from and where you're going. Cause look at me. You know, I'm not a shining example of the perfect member of society by any means, but I survived. In that time, in those times in high school, everything was grim, everything was dark, everything, I was afraid to go home, I wasn't sure if I had a home. But... In that time, that was all I could see, all I could focus on. 
10 years down the line, I have grown so much as a person. And 10 years down the line from today, I will grow so much more. I hope at that time I'm still doing podcasts. I hope that, you know, in year 12 of doing Bloomscast, like, I have a lot more interviewees and, you know, or people to interview and more funny stories to talk to y'all about as I've grown, like, I have not touched on a lot of work stories. I have not touched on a lot of, you know, day-in-the-life stories. I have not given my perspective on a lot of things. So there is hundreds of thousands of topics still out there for me to talk with you with. But at the same time, never feel like you can't approach me about a topic. Never feel like you can't just come into my DMs one day and be like, Hey, ma'am, I want to ask you something. Because, again, I don't want anybody to ever feel like they're alone. No matter how big the show gets, no matter how big I get on Twitch or YouTube or anything else, if I even do, I don't want anyone to ever feel like they aren't heard. (laughs) Raymu says, Hi, Seth. Sorry, I couldn't attend last stream. Triple bypass surgery. Anyway, have $100. (laughs) put it to charity I don't need it I like seriously I I am incredibly thankful for what we're able to do here and I'm so thankful to have the friends and the laughs and everything that we share like genuinely it's my favorite part well second favorite part of the day of the week my first favorite part is waking up next to my partner and going to sleep next to my partner She's kind of fucking amazing, and I adore her. And I will never pass an opportunity to fucking love up on that woman. I hope she's sleeping well right now. But, all that to say, genuinely, please do not hesitate to come out, you know, and have conversations. I'm not going to hit you with the, remember to subscribe, press the like button, all that fun. Seriously, if you enjoy what I'm doing, hit the button if you like it. Share it with people, that's cool. But, remember, no matter how big or small the show is, or, you know, if this is your first episode or your hundredth episode, which, if it's your hundredth episode, how the fuck is the future looking? Did I buy a house yet? But, it doesn't matter what it is. If you have questions, comments, concerns, please, 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 please reach out to me. Plumescast at gmail.com. Best way to reach me. And, you know, let's have a conversation. Let's talk. You know, again, I'm not a therapist by any means. But I can remind you that you're not alone. And you're doing great things. And with that said, I think it's a great time to end things off. Because ads are about to kick off again. On the Twitch broadcast side of things. So remember, you can find me in the night skies across different platforms. You got Phantasma Plumes on Twitch, Twitter, and YouTube. You can listen to Plumescasts on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, YouTube in the form of pods, and your smart speaker by asking for Plumescast. And you can email the show directly by sending it to Plumescast at gmail.com. That email again, Plumescast, P-L-U-M-E-S-C-A-S-T at gmail.com. Or if the podcast isn't enough plumes for you, find more topics such as technology and book reviews over at phantasmagoriaofplumes.blogspot.com. That URL one more time, phantasmagoria 
of plumes not blogspot.com guys thank you all so much for listening in and as always i'll talk to you again from the stars very soon until next time everyone i'll see you in 10 years at the next reunion Bye bye